0: If my money is not growing, it's causing me pain. I multiply my earnings this year. We are here on day three of the 21-day Earn More Money Challenge. This is what my husband and I woke up to this morning. Our son, the nine-year-old, just remembers that today is swimming. And the conversation goes on. Daddy and mommy, good morning. Today is swimming, and my swimming costume is too big. Please give me some money. I buy another one today. And I also need an apron and gumboots before, um, and gumboots for my science project. And before he finishes, we hear our daughter shouting from the room. I also need a ruler. And in that process, I just recall that yesterday I had to buy our other son a graph book and swimming kit. So I thought, and I joked with my husband before, um, that before we go to bed, we had better make sure that we have in pesa some money that we can access in the morning when we wake up. Because you just don't know what you'll wake up to. And what these children are asking for are not luxuries. They are essentials. And I can imagine this story is repeated in many homes, in your own homes. The expenses, the essential expenses are growing every day. If my money is not growing, it's causing me pain. I welcome you to day three of the 21-day challenge. I trust your day has started well and you're energized. What we've covered for the last two days is shifting you to a new realm to face your numbers and roll your sleeves to get into action to change your money story this year. How about we purpose and commit to speak out these two hashtags so that they are registered in our minds, in our hearts, we carry them with us. If my money is not growing, It's causing me pain. I multiply my earnings this year. Success will not come to you accidentally. It will not come to you because you have been praying and waiting patiently. It will not fall into your laps. It comes through a process. I went through a process to change my money story and as as I was going through my pro- that process i kept reading about successful people i kept observing what they were doing it is a process and number 1 what we'll cover today is making your goals 10 times bigger than you know you can achieve you are big hairy, and audacious money goal for 2022. Often we set attainable goals that we know we can achieve. And we even make it in a conversation. I know with what I have, with what I got in my bonus in December, this is all I can do this year. So my target for this year is X, attainable goals. While this may seem like a practical idea, setting such goals holds you back. You may be thinking that your big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022 is impossible, but that's the point. That's the point. It needs to be impossible. The higher you set your goals, the more you're likely to put effort to achieve them. And when you fail to achieve a seemingly impossible goal, you are not as devastated as when you fail to achieve a mediocre goal. Often we set for ourselves mediocre goals because we like pampering ourselves. For instance, if, based on our first session on this challenge, if, you ha- if your big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022 is to earn 10 million Kenya shillings, $100,000. Set it three times that, four times that. Set it at 30 million Kenya shillings this year. Set it at 40 million Kenya shillings this year. Once you have thought about your big, hairy, audacious goal, remember to write it down at least once a day. You heard me right. Write it down at least once a day. Most people write down their goals just once a year, which is a great start, but it fails to keep your goals at the forefront of your mind. If you write them once a day, you will cement them in your mind and you are more likely to stay on track to achieve them. My second point for today is keep going, never quit. Problems are part of life. They are a part of us. And remember they can't happen to trees, they happen to human beings. They build us. They make us the be- a better version of ourselves when we conquer them. It's a springboard for learning. So when, when we embark on a big, hairy, audacious goal, we will, we will be confronted by new problems, new environments, new people. So when it comes to beginning new projects or a new new target, people tend to underestimate. We tend to underestimate the time and effort it takes to achieve these new projects or new targets. I remember this brings to mind a similar thing I went through when I was starting Profit Acumen, many of the tasks I estimated would take this and this period took longer than I had estimated. A case in point was our own website. After getting close to the finish line, which took almost three months work, the IT team we had contracted just noticed This morning, they just noticed that the platform could not synchronize with the online payment platform we are going to use. And it was just a very simple phone call. And I was called. When I was called, I just didn't internalize immediately the implications. This actually meant redoing the full website on a new platform. This meant more time, it meant more money, it meant more emotional charge. You are literally not sleeping. The frustration. Yeah? And on that same week that I'm getting this call, it's the week we were launching the Money Coaching Hub, our collaborative learning space for professional women who are employed in business and uh, in career transition. We were launching it on that same week and we needed the platform for people to pay. We needed the website. So if you find yourself in this situation, the most important thing is to keep a positive mind. Remind yourself that you can accomplish anything. That is what kept me going that this has to be done there has to be a way out you find that when people are looking for daunting tasks tough tasks at that point that's when we adopt a quitting mindset and i want to tell you today never quit if if you don't have um certain things that you need, the necessities that you need to move forward. Just keep going with what you have. Never quit. You don't have power. Keep, go to a, a coffee shop, work from there. Your employees quit on you. Go back on the drawing board, recruit where uh, from the same place you found this, these employees. Your boss does not appreciate your work after burning the midnight oil. Redo it to his preference and learn something from the new requirements. Your ideas are not selling. Go back to the drawing board. See what you can adjust. Keep sharing the new look, the new ideas. Somebody somewhere will respond. You have no bundles to get internet access. Check your wardrobe, the wardrobe in your home. What can you sell to get some money? Your rent is in arrears. Sit down with your landlord and negotiate a working formula. Your spouse has lost a job or both of you are out of work. Keep going. Send those CVs. Yeah? Remember the job that you are doing does not define you. You have a resource within you. Tap into it. Just don't quit. You may be unwell. Your loved one is unwell. Or you are just not able to work and bring in some reasonable income at home. Or you have lost a loved one. You can still bounce back. No matter what, just never quit. Persevere. hold on Hold on to the tiniest ray of hope. Something out here is for you. You are heavily indebted. You don't know where to start. Reach out to your lenders. Share what you're doing to get back on track. Often you find lenders become difficult because you are equally not clear on how you present your proposals they just cannot see any potential cash flows. And if there's uh, if there is any potential cash flows, the timelines are not clear. There's something not clear with the what you are pushing forward to the people you've borrowed money from. So you have to connect for them your ideas, your projects, whatever it is you're going to offer, connect for them with numbers. If you don't know how to do this, Ask for help. That is why we are here. And I hear many people saying this. Oh, I'm not good with numbers. I just don't like numbers. Numbers are not my thing. I don't like selling. I hate talking to people. I like keeping to myself. My friend, you're saying this and you're broke? Why are you doing to yourself such a disservice? Wanting to look that you are also with it. You only do the task that your career line demands of you. But numbers, not my cup of tea. Money is about numbers. What are we teaching our children? What are we preparing them for? Money affects every aspect of our lives. At some level, we must understand the number. We have to quit coming from this space of being broke professionals with titles. We have to quit this notion that we are teaching our children that money comes from Mommy and daddy swiping the card. Let's go back to basics. I have made some of the things I'm talking about here. I've made these mistakes and I had to admit them as such and correct them. And it earned me a very fulfilling life without having to chase money. I don't chase money. I attract the money that lands in my hands. And with that, I relate with it responsibly. And that's what I want to pass on to you. Back to basics. I urge you to shift your mindset from this way of thinking. Understand that at some level, we are all business people. All of us. All of us sell something. Every day when we wake up in the morning, we sell something to someone. You could be selling an idea to your child. You could be starting an estate community or a Bible study group. All these are ideas you are selling to people. The only difference is they have no, they are invaluable. They don't get, you don't get paid for them. But the concept is the same with what a salesperson does. So why not sell where you are getting paid? when you, you are actually already doing it for free on other, uh, on other fronts of your life. So another point on this is knowledge. yeah. So at level your finance knowledge. Finance, money is a denominator almost everywhere. So we must understand it. It's the same way not all of us are doctors. But all of us, uh, a number of us, many of us understand what we need to take when we have a headache. We need to have some basic level of understanding. The thing is this. How do you expect to win with something that you don't know? Something that you don't understand? Can you imagine your daughter, for those who have daughters, coming to you? to tell you that they are getting married next month to this fella. Yes? And this man, and um, they're getting married to this man. And uh, let's imagine this is how the conversation goes. You ask your daughter, what is his name? Oh, his name is Peter. Peter who? What is his other name? "Mm, Let me see. Let me WhatsApp him. I ask him. Where does he come from? Where is his home of origin? I don't know. And how about his work? What does he do for a living? I just know that he's a manager. He drives this big company car. it's quite posh inside Mom imagine and the company is a multinational and uh, you know um What I know is that he's so respected in his office. He's one of the top guys. Yeah, even he wears very nice suits when he's going to the office. As a mother, as a parent, will you expect a till death do us part from such a union? Two people who have no idea of who the other is, apart from the tall, dark, and handsome manenos and uh, titles and cars. Do these things really matter when it comes to -to day-to-day living in a home? It's the same thing with your money. You cannot win with it when you don't know how it works. You cannot win with it when you don't know how to relate with it. Elevate your financial literacy. Understand your numbers. Go back. Go back to basics. So let me go back to where we were. Never quit. Never quit. Keep going. Your real power is in the scraps of your life. When you are really scraping and suffering and toiling, that is where your power is. Take those bitter lemons in your life and use them to make the lemonade. When you don't quit, you'll always find a way out. Then find your purpose. Find your purpose. You have to know what you are called to do and grab it. There's a difference between knowledge, yes? Knowing is one thing, knowledge is education, but wisdom is knowing how and when to apply it effectively. You are born to be the solution to someone else's problem. Quit this whole business of analysis paralysis shifting from one thing to the next. And in the process, you are chasing money. A very painful way to deal with money. Many people will say, oh, I can't find my purpose. I don't know what I was called to do. They just don't understand um, me and I'm not good at this. Many people just don't understand how to find and chase their purpose. It is why in the money journal, from page 81 to 83, I have provided 12 steps to help you find your purpose. I hope you've invested in your money journal. It's a hands-on guide for you and your money. So once you've read those pages on how to find your purpose, you begin going into your inner self and you journalize. You see what comes up from within, ideas come up from within on what you can do, what people ask of you, what people praise you to be good at. So when you are not clear about your purpose, it's very hard for you to set and stick to your priorities. And this is one reason that leads people to chase money, to live unhealthy relationship with money. You end up spending money trying to feel that void within you, when you're not living in purpose, there is a void. So you use money to fill that void. So you find you are relating with money in the wrong way because you are out of alignment with your calling. So once you found your purpose and you know that this is what I'm meant to do, focusing on your skills and, tradi- and your, your responsibilities and titles and all this. Focus on the pain point of your target client, yeah? What kind of pain do I solve? That's what you should be asking yourself every day you wake up in the morning. What pain am I going to solve today? People pay money to make their problems go away. Ask anyone. That is why they'll quit with money from their pocket and give it to you to help their pain go away. What pain are you solving today? So no magical uh, fairy is going to float by and sprinkle fairy dust on you to make your dreams come true. It's a process. So, those noble goals, you have to see a problem in the world and give a solution. Give a good solution. And I want to end this uh, a- a episode for today with the story of the parable. It's a story that speaks to me a lot and I share it often. The story of the man who departs and entrusts his possession to some servants to negotiate until he returns. So these three servants are entrusted with five, two, and one talent, respectively, each according to their ability. And that is what God has done. All of us have been entrusted with talents according to our ability. The first two are rewarded for their efforts. Both receive the same reward. Not because of the great amount they have gained, but because of the solicitude of their will. Your willingness to show up out there and give of what you have. So they are rewarded for it. And the master calls them good and faithful servant. Are you a good and a faithful servant? and in contrast the third that the third servant doesn't think about his master or making his property render fruit but about his own security holding holding your talents to self so he buries his talents to return uh, return it intact the master harshly labels him a wicked and slothful servant It is striking that the single talent is taken from him and given to the one who already has more, who already has 10. And we ask ourselves, why is it that those who have money are the same ones who keep getting rich? Here is the answer for you. Remember, the world pays you for giving value. So they keep getting rich because they are giving value continuously. So, whoever takes advantage of their gifts, makes them known to others and enables God to make their own life fruitful. Give God something to bless. Give God something to bless. Don't just appear to look good and offer nothing. So when you bury your talents, your gifting, your ideas out of laziness and lack of generosity, yeah, you are depriving yourself of receiving graces, of yielding fruit to everyone who ha- has, will more be given. When we are generous, we get more. And generosity is just not giving money it's giving of yourself with what you already have these talents represent our human qualities and abilities how sad not to turn to good account and obtain real profit from the few or many talents that God has given us a good way to make the talents we have received, we have received bear fruit, is to help others. Be a solution to someone else's problem. Somebody has woken up this morning, crying to God, because they need something that you have, and you're sitting on it. You, you are crying that there's no money. You can only be paid by giving value. Give of yourself. Remember to share this with your friend, your sister, your brother, your colleague, your church community. Share it. Yeah, Sharing is is caring. Somebody else needs to, to earn more money. They need to hear this. It's a wrap with me, Edith Sidondo your money coach.